0: twisted. This is Mark McNeese with my co-host Rick Rose and you're listening to another edition of The Twist. Welcome to another Twist podcast everybody. Uh, This is Mark, one of your two fabulous co-hosts. I do want to put a correction in here. Last week I said it was show number 82. I was wrong. Last week was 81. I sincerely apologize for that. This is show number 82 and I am just going to say good morning Rick Rose, my co-host.
1: Uh, Dobro utro, how are you?
0: Oh yes, we were talking in the pink room You speak um, Russian, I believe Mm -hmm. I do I can't read it, but I can speak a little bit of it You could have been a a mole We could have got you into the Trump campaign
1: Jeez But I wouldn't get, you know, like, big news We weren't supposed to say his name on show 81 Oh, the troll, the
0: trolls campaign, I'm sorry Oh, jeez,
1: on show 81 Mark and I promised we wouldn't would make it a troll-free episode Webisode or Till the end of the year
0: yeah, till the well, indictment. You broke the rule, Mark. Till Junior gets is um, out on bail. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't <laughs> know what's gonna happen. That one guy got off. They're not gonna give him a jail sentence. You saw that
0: Flint? Flynn. You know what that thing You know what people think though, because of that, is like, oh my God, he really spilled the beans. That Mueller's saying no jail time. This oh. guy this guy probably unloaded on the troll. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, they, they he did make a comment and Mueller made a comment because he did XYZ, you know, he didn't indicate how big of a deal, but
0: you know. Well, we can pretend it's a really big deal and that Junior at least is gonna because they they, they, they they're not gonna do anything to a sitting president. Unfortunately the the framers, the founders never really envisioned a criminal in the in the White House. So they you know, they didn't provide for, a, you know, indicting a sitting president and all this other stuff, but they'll, they could get him when he's out of office, but they can get his kids. They can, ja, they can, they can get his training. kids. Yeah, ja, no, it's training. placebo. You're speaking German. No, no I know that German, is, I'm Rick. That's German. That's not ja, Russian. Oh, that's, well, sir, that's like <laughs> Scandinavian German. Okay, anyways, um, where were we? Well, t- where we're not today. supposed
1: to be is talking about Trump, but where we are is saying good morning to everyone, and it's show eighty-two.
0: It's show eighty-two, and I'm digging the winter. I like winters. I know people. I'm not going to be Frank and I. We're not moving to Arizona. Definitely not Florida. Oh my God, I wouldn't live in Florida under any circumstances. But I'm not a hot weather person. I gotta have the seasons,
1: you know. Yeah, I'm a north 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 Woods person. So like the farther north, the better. But I was coming to mark in the green room that we don't have snow. It's like 22 degrees in Madison. We have very, very light snow on the ground because it won't go away
0: once it gets cold. But
1: I want snow and you don't.
0: Did you paint it green again? You just said green room.
1: What color is it?
0: It was pink. We turned it pink. I oh, don't go in there. I gotta change it back. How about I... lavender? Man, let's go. We'll go. We'll change it in the new year. Yeah. So was, yeah, I wait. Saw they're, a, they're... I saw a
1: movie last night. The girl painted her room black. That was interesting. We'll talk about that movie today. We got lots to talk about. But we that's do. We have lots to, to talk, talk about. about. Yep, I do want to talk about this movie. I've been on a movie watching kick because December's a great month for it, as it leads up to Oscar nominations. Oh, by the way, today's Grammy nomination day. I don't know if they. Oh, came out yet. I was
0: reading about that. Yeah, I was reading some snarky mm-hmm. article in Salon. I think. Oh. But gosh. they they pushed it back because of the funeral for for George Oh, HW. really? Yeah, they usually do them at like eight thirty in the morning. They're going to move it past after the funeral. Yeah, the I mean, you know, want, Who want? Can you imagine Post Malone being upstaged by George H.W. Uh, Bush? I, it's not going to happen.
1: Oh, well, good point. They're not only pushing back to later in the day, they're pushing it all the
0: way till Friday. Oh, that's right. Oh, did you just look that up? No, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> like I wasn't
1: looking up the, the Russian words? Come on.
0: <laughs> you ready for the show? I am. Rock ding, and ding, roll.
1: ring that bell. Rock and yes, roll. let's rock and roll. What do we want to talk about? Should we just headlines or just no talk?
0: Talk. no Let's we are we've texted about this for days i want to it's aids at 35 and then silence equals facebook i want to talk about those two things for sure and then we get into the headlines since you didn't bother to have a topic um oh my gosh i'm I have a topic. i'm just kidding you oh you movies you got movies and casa and all kinds of stuff
1: yep
0: i'm you know we just play with each other but um yeah aids is 35 aids is 35 you're, I mean, it's much older than that, but the whole official AIDS thing, when it was identified and called AIDS, and it's 35 years. And the reason it came up for me is because uh, of the Pence administration. How about if we call it that? That's good. The uh, vice president, Mike Pence, um, made his World AIDS Day pronouncement, which was December 1st. And for the second year in a row, he it, it made no mention of gay men or the lgbtq population which i call it rather than the community cuz we're so it's a diaspora really but um like nothing like like we had nothing to do with aids and yet you and i lived through the 80s and and i still know a lot of long term survivors i'm part of a long term survivors group i'm hiv negative but i was i interviewed some, the guy who founded this facebook group and so i've been a part of that group for a couple years now and um, but anyways, we died by the tens of thousands, and like we were slaughtered by this by this virus. Uh, and you know, it kind of there's even a connection to the to George H. W. Bush that I want to get to a little bit, um, because that was that time he was president, Reagan was president, and then Bush and. And like our government didn't care about us. Our culture didn't care about us. Our society didn't care about us. I remember when Rock Hudson was dying, it was either he was dying or he had just died. And I was working at Carnation as a temp in Los Angeles. And these two guys walking down the street making a, a an AIDS joke, like a, a Rock Hudson AIDS joke. And that's what we lived with. And it took a long, long time for that to even sort of go away. There's lots of evangelicals who will still say, you know, that we have this coming. Apparently, hemophiliacs don't. They're innocent. I remember the whole innocent victim thing back then, too, when they would talk about these kids with um, hemophilia or blood transfusion recipients, and they were, quote, innocent victims, as opposed to the rest of us who were just faggots getting what God wanted us to have. So anyways, uh, long story short. It's 2018. Pence makes his World AIDS Day announcement for the second year in this wretched administration that has done everything it can to pretend we don't exist and to erase us from government documents and employment discrimination with the whole NAFTA thing that he just did, the new NAFTA. And uh, they're just trying to... They're trying to just scrub us out, it's not going to happen, Rick. You and I know that. Mm. But um, that's was my that was the one thing I had to I had to comment on. It. It's like well, fuck you, I it, you know I fuck will. you. We I, I watch people die, and so did you. And no, no, we're not going away, and we're not going to be erased by your your little white whatever it is. What do you call it? Straight washing shit. We're not doing it. Well, and you look at it, it's a worldwide epidemic, as we know, and a pandemic at one point, and probably
1: still is, but not recognized. Only oh, thirty. Nine million people forget it. 39 million people dying. It's it's not going anywhere. I you know, you, I'll I'll bring up the George Bush thing since you mentioned it. A friend of mine put a poignant post on. We went to college together and it was his birthday the other day, and he was talking about things. And shout out to my friend Dale. You know, like my shout-outs. Yeah. But anyway, he was saying, How dare we pay tribute and people post, you know, rest in peace, George Bush. George Bush should not rest in peace, you know, according to Dale, like, and you look up the fact, George Bush took no action to influence President Reagan when it came to AIDS and HIV. It wasn't until 1988 when a million Americans were already infected with HIV that the White House even acknowledged the crisis. And we forget that, you know, there's a story that's out too about George Bush in this way is his role as the head of this uh, CIA, what Dale's referring to him as the vice president even when he became president, he didn't do anything. He actually did things that, trouble the world, you know, and it goes back to even say, like creating environments when, where these uh, uh, de- disease could be bred and rampant. Um, this, this, this writer kind of faulted him for that. But basically, in a nutshell, we got to remember to remember um, ACT UP and ACT UP was so big in the day you're referring to Mark when we were losing friends and ACT UP's kind of lost steam over the years. Is it even an organization? I don't even know. Sam. To say, I, think hmm. I, yeah, I think it is. But yeah, i think so
0: I have a Facebook friend who was part of the ashes demonstration, where, where going people say, took it, the ashes of their dead loved loved ones and threw them on the White House lawn.
1: And that's when Bush was in the presidency. Right. It was October eleventh, nineteen ninety two, was called Ashes Action, exactly what you're s- describing. And then sometimes later, do sometime later, remember this at Bush's vacation home in Maine, they hounded him until he uh, up They hounded him until the night he lost the reelection. And on that point, they marched the dead body of a guy named Mark Fisher to his campaign headquarters to bring attention to this.
0: I've got a couple numbers to add in there. This is from 2015. An estimated 15,458 people with AIDS diagnosis in the United States in 2015. Mm -hmm. And approximately 658,507 people in the United States have died overall. And they said
1: that. yeah, It's crazy, but...
0: No, that's okay. And Bush, you know, the connection there, of
1: course, Bush dying on the eve of World AIDS Day. And how how is that recognized? Or we don't, you know, not even people really posting or talking or stories or gay journalists, for that matter, even writing about it.
0: Well, a couple things here, because, you know, you 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 stimulate my thought process processes very well Um, on the media thing. I was thinking this the other day too. It's like we all these important things. I think you mentioned it the last time: the Kennedy assassination anniversary, the Mars landing, World AIDS Day. All this stuff it just completely gets uh, t- swept aside away. by, by no. the media, which is a term I don't like because what does that even mean? It's you know the media by the troll, by the troll, and his his daily shit and his tweets that they cons- that they think constitutes news um so all this really significant stuff is like people of course people aren't aware of it all they know is that on you know trump tweeted something at the g20 and he you know and he farted at angela merkel so that anyways um what else was i don't know i was going to say no but uh,
1: no but tying in with that it's a good point because when i post stuff that he says like about chevrolet i think that was our topic last week we talked about all this then my friends or his defenders will tell me um well, it's the news's problem because they're reporting on his quotes, not what's really going on. Well, exactly to your point, trolls taking uh, trolls taking troll trolls taking <laughs> him you got be sucked in, trolls taking us down that path. But it still doesn't matter. He's choosing to do that and lead the rhetoric of this country. There's a big problem here.
0: There is, and then also. Um... <clears throat> I was gonna say something. Silent. Wait a minute. Troll. 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 AIDS Day. Pins, pins, pins. Oh, Bush. Bush is passing now. I'm gonna throw in something here that might be controversial. Um, I'm not a big believer in forgiveness because I think it it just just gets thrown out there all the time, and like you'll see somebody somebody's uh, you know kid is shot in the head and killed, and the the mother, like, the next day is forgiving the person. I forget, anyways. But I do, I did think about this when, when Bush died, and I saw the sort of blow black, blowback from some quarters about, you know, like almost like he was monstrous. All right. But this was one case in my life, for some reason, where forgiveness came into my mind, and I thought, he's 94 years old, I don't think he was a bad person. He was from a really radically different generation than the ones uh, we're living in now, or even, you know, especially the ones after us. He came from a very different place and a very different society and, and things. So I don't really blame him. I don't think he was malignant. I don't think he was malicious toward gay people. You know, unlike the troll, who I think is thoroughly malignant, and I will, you know never forgive him for what he's done to my country uh but bush i'm i was at peace with that and um it didn't bother me i mean i know that he he did screwed up things and reagan did too but sometimes i'm able to take look at things in context and and let people be um flawed you know and i was i am with bush
1: well you know it's uh, i had this talk (laughs) very heavily in therapy yesterday with my therapist that I've been seeing. Shout out to my friend, Gina. I'm shout gonna, out, Gina. Um, hey, Gina. Well, I'm not going to, I don't, I know. We don't, we're not Facebook friends. Oh, that's we're right. Just,
0: Cause you're a therapist. You can't be.
1: Yeah. And I can, she probably couldn't confirm that I'm in therapy with her or nor no, did I not. didn't hear her name. Forget it. What'd you yeah, call well, her? She's uh, Gina. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's from Jersey, by the way. Tina. Oh my God. Gina, right. G- Tina from um, Texas. Yes. Anyway, she and my friend that works for public television. Oh, shout out to Kathy Bisson. All my friends like that, that are of our age Set well, Gina's not, Tina's not, but we, we were talking about how we get to be our age and we realize that we are whole people. In other words, we do have our flaws and at our age, we kind of accept those flaws or acknowledge those flaws because you can't get rid of them. Because I have a situation right now where I'm going through, speaking of the troll and his rhetoric, that I have someone in my life that's using more racist slurs than they've ever used. Now, am I gonna say this person's racist? Absolutely not. Am I gonna say it's a good person? Absolutely. But obviously there's something there if he feels he should be throwing these words around. And I'm trying to deal with how to deal with it. So with therapy, I've realized I just say, you know, that word's a trigger for me. I don't know your personal connection with this situation. The word hurts me because I have friends who have lived that I don't, I've never lived being a black man. I've never lived to be of the Jewish faith. So I don't know what those words mean to me personally, but I know they affect me because they've affected my friends. I don't know your personal journey. I'm practicing, Mark. I'm practicing this. But but my point is, like when I mentioned earlier about the rhetoric, there's a problem here. This country's become so safe in things under this current administration, and it scares me. But the point is, you forgive the person I'm talking about. You move on from, you don't forgive them, but you just realize he's flawed. By telling someone that doesn't, I'm not telling someone this person's a bad person. I'm just saying there's a part of him that wasn't so good. <sighs>
0: correct i get it therapy over did you like what i'm saying that was kind of interesting i did and by the way i just started using shout out in the dryer it makes oh sense. no because the la- <laughs> we get we, we buy shout. we buy really cheap laundry detergent that doesn't smell like anything and i said like, i want some smell in here so we bought some shout out i like it
1: oh that's cool. It's called Shouts.
0: really i didn't know that thank you mark are
1: you just kidding me
0: I am kidding. Next big topic, and then we do the oh, headline. I got oh, a bunch of oh, headlines. Oh, I
1: got a shout-out to my friend, Lee. It was her birthday this week. And her boyfriend gave her these things. That Think about this besides your shout-out. He gave her, I never thought of this, he gave her risers that take the washer and dryer because they're not built for our size. You know, you got to bend down and pull stuff out at their front-loading. Is she tall?
0: Nah, oh, she, oh, you mean it's front-loading. Okay, yeah, we got one. Yeah. I don't like it.
1: Do you have a riser? That,
0: no, we have a of... we have a front loading wash. We used to have a top loading, and and the new, the whoever we bought this one from said, "Oh, the front loaders are better." But I don't like bending down either. I give me a top loader. It's too late. I mean, you know, I've said that in my twenties too, but um, it's too much work bending down. Now,
1: well, and and Lee got this thing. Isn't that awesome? I mean, I love it. Like risers for her washer dryer. Think about it.
0: Think about right. the words we're using: riser, top loader, bend down. I'm moving on. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Silence. Uh, silence equals Facebook, because I got to get my I got to get my clickbait headlines in. Mm-hmm. Um, silence <laughs> equals Facebook, and you just I mean I think you sort of hit on this a minute ago, but I know Facebook is about puppy pictures. I know that at this point because I have I either have like these left side friends who are who are like like never stop saying political angry stuff all the time and or i have on the other extreme my conservative friends my republican friends family they really tend to i don't look i don't peruse their pages i just look at my newsfeed and they never really say anything and they're just like you know here's me and my grandkids and all this stuff um so okay i understand that i've got i've pulled back a lot from From being political on Facebook because I just obsess over it. I'll say something and then I'll think, oh, did I piss? What are they going to say? So I just stopped doing it. But one thing that has bothered me is that I have as gay male friends and whether they're authors, however I know them, I know them. And they're on Facebook and they never say anything uh, political or otherwise. World AIDS Day, you know, like two people said something out of, out of you know, couple dozen gay men that i have, that have crazy? That's crazy i don't understand it and then it's like they don't want to be political but it there's a time when you you can say something without being political i can talk about world aids day and say silence is still death and name people i knew who died and be be really really pissed that that our vice president doesn't even acknowledge that we died let alone that we live right um and I'm like, where are you gay men on Facebook? Why are you not saying anything? Is it that important to you not to piss off your family and your relatives? Or, you know, are you so convinced you're spe- pre- preaching to the choir? Or do you just not really give a fuck? I mean, mm. is that is that part of it? Do, do a lot of people just not give a fuck? Uh, I, I don't I, know. But I, silence. I, Facebook. Yeah. I have issues with Facebook, and I have for years. I'm on there because I can stay in touch with people. I can, you know, see their little pictures. Um, I know what you're doing, and blah 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 blah. That's what Facebook offers me. What it, what it, what I hate about it is that is there a garbage truck back there? Oh no, just coffee refills. Sorry about that. I'm just gonna say what I hate about it, and then you can pitch in there. It turns out Facebook's mission has always been to make money. Anybody who thinks it's about creating connections is like seriously deluded. It was always about making money. You know, look at how rich these people are. Who founded it and all this other stuff, but um, it turns us into kids. I can't stand emojis. Do you use the Facebook emojis? I do not. I hate them. I hate them. So I either... well, I do
1: for work when I'm posting social media
0: stuff for work. Once Doesn't in a make- while, I'll use them because I think this person expects that. But um, I'll I will either like your post or I'll comment on it or I won't react to it. I I when our cat William died, that was a sad thing for me, and we're gonna lose Jesse soon. maybe whenever i don't want to be morbid about that but um i didn't share on it on facebook for for a particular reason there are things Mm -hmm. that i think i don't like i don't like exhibitionistic uh, stuff on facebook like people have surgeries and they'll talk about like how their you know their prostate was scraped out i don't want to fucking hear that's know that Mm -hmm. or or when we grieve all of a sudden, it's all these little little teary face emojis, and I'm like, "Facebook, fuck you! My my grief, or my anger, uh, are not like these little cartoon faces that a five year old draws." So I despise them. Now that's it. Oh no, I think that's uh, I uh, yeah,
1: I don't like. Let me just say what I don't like, and I hate to even say because I don't use this word. Like I, I what word? Emoji? The F word, but I don't. No. The emoji stands for a word I don't use because I don't like it. Like I said, I fling around the F word, but I don't sling around the S word. I don't. That was good. Shit. What word are I you don't talking like about? Poo poo emoji.
0: I didn't know there was one.
1: Mark, it's a pile of steaming poop.
0: You've I never, never saw that? it. It's not on Facebook. Oh, I can't wait to post it when I post this. Uh, you get podcast. it somewhere else. Facebook doesn't offer that. Oh, you're right. That's not a Facebook emoji.
1: <laughs> never mind. <laughs>
0: Crazy Russian. <laughs> no, but you can use the emoji
1: to create a photo and post the photo with the emoji on Facebook. Truly, truly, you can. Okay. I'll just justify and let you know. Hey, can I talk about my topic? Ring the bell.
0: Ring the bell. Mark, call-
1: I really want a bell for Christmas. Please tell Santa Claus.
0: Look in your stocking. Oh,
1: <laughs> you know what I don't like either, and I'm guilty of it? I will. Oh, I got to hang my stocking first. Oh, I'll take a little picture and show you what my view is. It's on my fireplace, and there's no stocking, but it's beautiful. And I'm going to post it up there of my morning view from the studio. Um, you know what I was saying? Hmm. Oh, uh, what I don't gorgeous. like on Facebook, but I'm guilt, guilty of are those things. So it's like, what kind of flower are you?
0: Or, um, oh, yeah. That's all about you know, getting your, your f- data. Did, yeah. Do people not understand oh, yeah. that that's about getting your information? And I, I don't I know. I rarely once or twice I've done that, and I don't tag. What three words describe either. you? Oh, but last night
1: I was a fool because I was told I was Santa Claus. Yes, I did one. What? It was this bad. What Christmas character are you? I just had to find out. They said I was Santa because no, I, I'm giving person. I've a done it person. a couple
0: times, but when I see it, it's like how many how many times am I going to give access to all of the, my entire phone to somebody mm. who's just out there data mining because I need to know if I know the 10 top country songs. I just say, stop, I right? Just stop. Stop it. No, just stop it. Hey, I want to sneak in a news story because I think what it started yet. What kind of stupid yet- are you? How's that?
1: <laughs> just how stupid are you? <laughs> Extremely stupid because we gathered your data. You I'm voted for because Trump. Because you logged into your friend's account. <laughs> yeah, I'll- yeah, voted for Trump. I had to tell you a quick news story for those of you that are uh, Whopper lovers
0: oh God, i'm a whopper. whopper i used to be a whopper lover <laughs> we there's, no.
1: don't we got the giggles last week talking about diarrhea and that wasn't funny
0: <laughs> yeah that was that was childish mm. Gambino, hey did you childish see
1: my friends posted uh my friends that had that dilemma trying to go
0: on their honeymoon because his name i saw himself. that they got their money back
1: i was so happy and i'm glad you made some new uh, facebook friends that way per- they're very because cool people.
0: They, because of this podcast they got their money right. back
1: i, they, I no, it rock. wasn't because of the podcast <laughs> i think it was during the podcast but we did hopefully help someone else by sharing their story and they're allowing us well i never got permission i just shared it but they're cool with that uh yeah so shout out to
0: yeah, we got to get real, We got to remember I, the releases. We got to get releases on I this. I just
1: stuff. got so much to do. Well, if you would let us keep, if Z was still working for us, our intern, Mark.
0: Right. Well, they're, uh, they're um, I don't know where they're, they, are they're, they, they're, stopped, they're they, the, they stopped communicating with me because I'm too binary. They don't like it. <laughs> so, if you're a Whopper <laughs> fan, which Mark once was, this new
1: ad campaign, it's awesome, guys, that uh, they, they just launched for a Burger King they're they're rewarding you with a 1 cent whopper between now and like December 14th check the date to be sure but how you get the 1 cent whopper and i love these interactive things you have to drive they've geofenced 900 feet around every mcdonald's in the country so you have to go within 900 feet of mcdonald's that's like the drive through window or playground or playland or whatever it's called and once you get in that 900 feed zone you have to download the Burger King app and once you've done that and it's you know the, the the metrics prove that you've done that you get a coupon for a one cent Whopper so it's like a tea it's like all these people are going to be driving up to McDonald's and then not ordering really Yeah. you know what that's a little bit of terrorism when I think about it well
0: and especially I mean be careful because you get screwing up with the line and stuff you could get hurt
1: uh, no, it's kind of bold the more i think about that
0: campaign huh it is there's a there's another bold bold thing that i'm going to talk to in my headlines mm, okay
1: well let me tell you real quick about movies i've been seeing a lot of them as we said it's nearing oscar season so they pull out the, the hot movies in december usually guys for our nominations this movie i don't think will really get any nominations it was just a sweet movie it's a movie uh starring mark Wahlberg, uh rose byrne octavia spencer and this Tina notaro who kind of came out uh, lesbian actress. That oh, absolutely, came out in,
0: totally. Mississippi. Nowhere. Yeah. Mississippi, its, yeah.
1: Yep, yep, and I think she's from there. And a buddy of mine I used to work with in New York named Margot Martindale. Do you know that actress? She's awesome. No,
0: but I love the name.
1: Well, Margo Martindale's great. You'd love her in the movie. She plays one of the moms of a young couple, which is Mark and Rose, uh, who are uh, becoming foster parents. But Margot did tons of stuff, Jack Hefner's work, if you remember uh, Jack Hefner's work um, as a playwright. Anyway, Long short of it, the movie was great. It's written by a guy and directed by a guy who actually fostered three kids that he then subsequently adopted. So it's really an autobiography. And they did a really unique mix. So there's a lot of comedy in it. You're laughing, and then the next moment, you're crying. I love movies like that. Um, why I want to call out this movie in particular is because I do, I've do. i done Casa work now. I just got licensed or um, – Not licensed, but court-appointed here in Madison. Mm -hmm. So it's the first time I'm doing it in Wisconsin. But I've done it in Missouri, Wisconsin, Louisiana. Um, Casas are just court-appointed special advocates. Thus, CASA, C-A-S-A, Casas, um, where we go into the courts and we give our opinion based on visits with kids and discussions with parents and potential providers, be them foster parents or adopt, you know, future adopt, adoptive or guardians, and. We are dealing with cases of severe neglect or abuse. And I just, the movie's great because it points out the reality. And I love credit rolls. You know, I love when they put epitaphs up or when they show photos. And they showed a lot of photos of adopted families. The very last scene is the adoption ceremony, not to blow the cover of the movie, but I'm not saying lose adoption ceremony, it's a beautiful adoption ceremony at the end which actually happens in court. You know, it's almost like a marriage. The kids have to accept that they're going to be adopted. The adoptive parents accept that they're going to take the kids in. And then they did this big group photo, which went to the credit roll. And in the credit roll, they showed real pictures of families celebrating. It's beautiful. But I I just want to point out that last year, nearly 443,000 American children were in foster care. That's half a million kids in foster care. Um, it's a number that's rising. Mark, of course, you can understand is rising in tandem with the opioid crisis. Um, and it's similar to orphans in Africa because of HIV. It's a similar fight that we're going through here. Mm-hmm. Just encourage people. If you want to give your heart and soul, you want to truly make a difference. I mean, big brothers, big sisters do. I'm not inclined to do that. I don't want to go out and play basketball. But I do CASA work because you're heard in the court. The judge, you're an ear for the judge. You're an, eye, you're an eyepiece for the judge. And it's a great thing to think about. See this movie. It'll probably inspire you to go and sign up for CASA in your, in your community.
0: Okay, and um, can you be a gay big brother? I Like years ago, there was some kind of controversy where they didn't want gay big brothers. I don't know.
1: I, I don't know, but you can now be a gay adoptive parent. You know, I want to shout out to another dear friend of mine, Dale, from Minnesota, who adopted two boys as a gay man in Minnesota as a single gay man. And, you know, he was upfront about it. It was a, a tough journey. But he was awarded the kids, um, and beautiful boys, Joe and Travis. And um, I love stories like this. They they do tear up my heartstrings.
0: Good. Mine too. Uh, do you have more? We're we ready for the headlining.
1: No, that's my story. I got to quote about it later in the show.
0: Okay. Headlines. I'm going to run through them real quick. Real quick here.
1: Quack.
0: Um. You
1: just said real quick. You just, just said real quick. Briefly
0: quack. before we stop. Uh, before we do the headlines. Just, stop. just, just really quick. Do you Walker and the Republicans in Wisconsin? They're going to ram this stuff through, aren't they? To basically neuter the Democratic governor and attorney general. Do you and think the guys? Is it's
1: a- robin Voss, he's very powerful he's an assemblyman and um i don't know but the protests continue you know we've had protesting ever since walker broke up
0: uh, i think about his recall But they don't seem to work i mean you could have a million people know. at the capitol and they're just going to ignore them
1: but i will tell you they worked this last election so it may not work overnight and it may be too late in the case you're describing, but go read the story, guys. It's happening awesome. Okay. All right Is it thanks. Michigan or Minnesota that's got a similar story? Michigan, Michigan right?
0: well, they're they're following North Carolina's lead, but that's been challenged in court. Republicans, yeah. if they can't when they lose elections, they just change the rules. They just say we're gonna do what we want to do and we don't care what the voters think. Okay, here we go. Hey,
1: didn't wait real quick, didn't we see that happen in the same Supreme Court
0: with the appointee before Kavanaugh? Come on, it happened. Obama was supposed
1: to the appointe. Yeah, uh, well yeah, when Obama was supposed to appoint appoint the guy.
0: Well, that's yeah, Mitch McConnell. He could do that. That, yeah, probably, so now, I mean, I that wasn't the electorate. I don't. Oh, no, he, he had the power to prov- to not bring the nomination up. I mean, he I he did. had the power okay. to do that, sadly. So he he's a wretch. Okay. Uh passenger says Delta pilot used grinder to hit on him during flight. Did you see that?
1: Oh my god, that was one of my stories too. I love it. It's so
0: stupid. 27-year-old college student told the Post, the Washington Post, uh that he got hit on on Grinder, uh, while he was on a flight, and it turns out it was the pilot during the flight. <laughs>
1: I think it was the New York Post, though. This, just correct me. Well, it really. could have
0: been the New York Post. You know, the Post. It just... It's all fake media. Who cares? <laughs> but um, fake news. But no, I just thought it was funny. So, uh, what was I going to say? But the only thing I got to say though, like the twenty-seven, why is he freaking out and making a big deal out of it? Just... Oh,
1: because he wanted his face out there. Of course, he wanted I mean... his,
0: he wanted his five minutes. I mean, his, people don't. Andy Warhol said everybody gets fifteen minutes. I think it's down to like a minute.
1: And I got to be honest, I think he created his own fake news. It was 90 feet in the air the the, the message came back on Grindr that said, I see you're on my flight. I think it was the guy sitting next to him or his boyfriend saying, I see you on my flight. There's no proof that connected it to the pilot.
0: No, he and just, even if it was the pilot, just grow cares? up. Just grow up. Why are you on Grinder in the first fucking place? You're on Grinder and you're going <laughs> to complain about being hit on? Come on. Uh, the Washington <laughs> D.C. Bureau tells GOP politician he needs a Passport for a marriage license because New Mexico is not a state. Did you see that? That's crazy. No, I didn't see this. That was funny. The clerk, it was in a, I don't want to waste time here. He went to, anyways, he went to get a marriage license, this guy, and he's from New Mexico, which is a a state. It's a state in the United States. And the clerk said it's not, that it's like a foreign country. And the manager, he said, you know, get your supervisor. And the supervisor said, we cannot accept foreign. Oh my God. Like, this is where we're living. This is the country we're living in. Did they
1: tell him there was a wall around New Mexico?
0: I don't know. The guy got his, they got their marriage license, but. That is so funny. I mean, it's funny.
1: It's just, (laughs) to my point, look how far down the rabbit hole we've gone anyway.
0: Uh they had us fooled inside Payless's elaborate prank which I thought was, that was cool. really fun. Uh to paying up to $600 for they did a fake like a fake shoe launch with a fake brand name and they took Payless shoes that we can go and get for 19.95 or whatever it is. And they, <coughs> were, they were you know they it's it had it was a reflection of this whole influencer Instagram shit social media culture we're living in. Where, oh, you know, like, so then everybody goes to this fake, you know, high-end store buying shoes for $500, $800, and they're Payless shoes. I thought it was fabulous. Again,
1: another good marketing stunt, like the one I just called out with Burgers. Very smart.
0: Uh, here's some good news, because we need that this time of year. A Dallas police officer, Amber Geiger, was indicted on murder for killing oh. both Amgene. Excellent. Come I, on. Hope, well, I hope she's convicted. She was kicked off the force. She killed the guy. I mean... I don't, you know, I believe in you know due process and innocent until whatever, except I uh, never mind. Um, wow, wow. But no, she got indicted for murder. She, I, I, my belief is she didn't. They had some kind of altercation about noise in his apartment. Mm. Like you know, mm. you you've lived under somebody who made noise. Yeah. Um, and so she she came up with this plan to just kill the guy and then say she wow. walked into the wrong apartment. My when I first wow. saw it, I when I first saw the report, I thought she had to be drunk. You have to be really drunk to not know you're in your own apartment. She knew she was in his apartment. She killed him. And I hope she spends the rest of her life in prison. Wow. Once she's lawfully convicted, of course. Um, Ken Berry from F Troop and Mama's Family died at 85. This came up for me because I had a crush on Ken Berry. And when I first posted the link on Facebook, (laughs) I didn't say that because, you know, Sometimes I censor myself with a gay on Facebook. I know it's not a good thing to do, and it reflects poorly on where I've come, where I'm at at the age of 60 with my homosexuality. But then I said, you know, fuck it. I had a crush on Ken Berry, so I said that. I'll Also with uh, Bill Bixby and Robert Conrad from Wild Wild West. Oh my God, he's so hot in those blue suits. Um, so anyways, Ken Berry, I just, I, I had a warm fuzzy about this guy from the time I was a child, and he's gone. He's funny. He was funny. A woman in a wheelchair was abandoned at O'Hare Airport after her flight was canceled, and the the guy who was taking her, it was the end of his shift, <laughs> so oh. he just parks her and leaves. Oh my so. god! <laughs> it had to
1: go
0: home. Oh yeah, he had to. He wanted to go home. It's he's off work, man. He's punching out, and he's got this lady in a wheelchair, and her flight's canceled. So he just fuck her and walked on. Oh, that's horrible. It is horrible, but it's horrible funny. You know things can be horrible funny. <laughs> I'm almost done. Michelle Obama on leaning in, which was Sheryl Sandberg, the wretch, the Facebook wretch. I won't call. I don't like the word bitch, and I can't use the c word. I've never killed. I've never liked Sheryl Sandberg. She just there's a vibe to her that I don't like. And I'm sorry her husband died, but that happens to a lot of people. But she did this whole lean in thing. You can have it all. She also ordered a <laughs> like a a dirty a dirty op against George Soros. Um, you know. It's a long, I don't want to get into that. But anyways, so Michelle Obama was at, I know you saw this, she was talking at the Barclay Center and she was re- referring to Lean In, the whole Sheryl Sandberg, you can have it all thing. And she said, sometimes that shit don't work. So Michelle, thank you. <laughs> I love Michelle.
1: And, and copies of her book have been outstanding. I forget how many have sold so far,
0: millions. Like a million. No. Uh, sad news here, much sadder than, than a lot of human deaths. The Yellowstone Wolf, Nine twenty-six F, a Spitfire was what they called him, was killed by a hunter. He was uh, she. Oh, she was she was very beloved, known by all of by, like lots of people who are into the 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 wolf life in Yellowstone and and um, I guess she wandered off the out of the park. I don't know exactly what happened, but she was killed by a hunter, of course, and her mother was killed the same way, which is really tragic. I'm like, I'm just, um, I don't know. It just bothered me. It made me sad. Um, senior citizens in Seattle are the fastest growing customer base for um, recreational pot. <laughs> Not surprised. Well, you know,
1: I mean, there's so many studies to show the effects of it on your joints and things like that. Yeah, and
0: there's like there's like nursing homes that are doing bus trips now, like day trips to the to the pot. Are you serious? Yeah, to the pot stores. I love, I love that.
1: it. I love That's it for my headlines. They're dispensaries, and you have your own bud tender there, you know?
0: Hmm. I do have a quote this week, but I think maybe we'll just double quote at the end.
1: Yeah, we'll double quote. We like to double quote. Double quoting is good. Those are good headlines. And some I saw and some I didn't. I'm a news junkie, as you know, but I didn't see those. This is interesting. You talk about uh, – oh, ring that bell.
0: Ring that bell.
1: Ring that bell. I. Uh, so Capital One Things, which are based in D.C. and are all over the country, they're changing their model now. Like this last year, they changed the model from live tellers to – people that would be in the lobby to help you use their iPads um, to do your own personal banking. Yeah. Now, Mark, this is for real. They're called Capital One lounges or something. You go in and it's really weird. You have Pete's coffee, locally grown um, treats like local bakeries bringing things. They have a community room that can be signed out for free from nonprofit alumni and student group meeting for student group meetings from that community but someone's there to help you open an account. They have ambassadors that can help you, like answer questions about your accounts and different things. They have money coaches that will actually give you, you know, help and how to save your money and do things like that. They have movie nights where you come, or movie days where you watch a movie and have food. And hey, if you happen to want to open a free account, you can check it out, guys. It's a really cool concept in banking. It's called uh, money cafes or whatever. It's called Capital One Cafes. Isn't that weird?
0: That is weird, but you think it's a good idea.
1: I like it. I think it just kind of revolutionizes things. So this is the month Miss Universe is uh, going to air. I, I oh, think well, go ahead. I guess oh I no, get, go ahead.
0: Can I throw something in about that? Yeah, you said it's like it just popped into my head because when we went to Pennsylvania, <laughs> when we went to Lancaster and and rode around on a buggy with an Amish um, guy, yeah, he pointed something out to me that we don't think about much anymore. He said there was a bank in that area that had decided to go totally online, like online banking. And they lost all their Amish customers because they don't use the internet. Oh, my
1: God. That's really interesting.
0: So when you think about it, there are customers for whom online doing everything online is not going to work. Oh, well, they could go to this movie night. You know,
1: that's why our show's called The Twist because everything's a little twisted out there. Whether we twist it or it's just naturally twisted, that's a weird angle on it. Not weird but something yeah, to okay. consider. Miss Universe, a couple strange things. Nah, oh, God, I can't believe I said that. Anyway, December 17th, Miss Universe, couple things. So a couple, couple of contestants to watch for. Miss Spain, first transgender uh, candidate competing for the title of Miss Universe. There have been a uh, Miss Canada. Uh, there was a former Miss Canada, but I don't think she could be that Miss Universe, but um, that's Miss Spain. Miss Universe Singapore also in her <coughs> costume, her, national you know wardrobe when they come out and they have these huge things that can't even fit on the stage she's revealing her pageant gown early and it got a lot of press she opens up these wings of the flag she's got these white wings on a piece of the dove of peace and she opens up this bottom fan mark and it's this beautiful flag of singapore and when she opens it up it's the hand of the troll and kim jong Un shaking hands and people are confused she said oh it's because the summit that was held in singapore and this is honoring two peacemakers in the world (laughs) yeah You got to see it. The image okay. is interesting. Crazy Rich Asians bombs. The movie
0: bombed huge really? here, as we
1: know. Earned 173 million in the states. In China, it bombed. 1.2 million dollars earned. Where concerned- Crazy
0: Rich Asians? Where? Where did in it China. bomb? Oh, in China because it was China, huge here.
1: Yeah. So you get the irony. China, Crazy get Rich Asians. I get it. Huge here over there. Singapore did well. Speaking of Singapore, because it takes place in Singapore, but it is about rich Chinese people and. Now they're concerned because they're doing a remake or a, a planned sequel called "China Rich Girlfriend," but that's the sequel.
0: Well. Yeah, stupid name. China—that's mm. not doesn't. It sounds like broken English.
1: I know. Just doesn't make sense, does it?
0: <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> this is a creepy one. A California woman went to bury her dead pet. You know, you're speaking of animals that pass. Some some people get the cremation, and some people do bury them. She went out, and while she was digging, she actually dug into human bones, didn't realize that someone had buried a dead body in her yard before she bought the house a couple years ago. Wow,
0: there's a cold uh-huh. case. I can, That's yeah. going to be on an ID Channel in a month. I yeah,
1: mean. it's crazy. There was. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, shout out to Jill Wynn. She loves that show. Anyway, uh, it was just months before. I, I said years, but it was months before. Crazy. I don't get it. Um, Worried residents of Milton, West Virginia, called police about raccoons that looked uh, all rabid and crazy. It turns out they were just drunk. They had happened upon some fermented crab apples, and they were staggering and disoriented, so they didn't kill the animals. Um, They just let the tipsy little creatures uh, have their day and sober up in the morning, drink their coconut water, and uh, sober up in the morning. Interesting, huh? Yes, I find that very interesting. Um, This is an interesting one. The California Highway Patrol on Friday pulled over a Tesla Model S that was traveling down the road, but whose driver appeared to be asleep at the wheel. It was a self-driving Tesla. I think it went on for, oh, God, they followed it for like seven minutes because the driver was drunk and sleeping. (laughs) At least the car survived. No crashes. Uh, I think he got um, a ticket or a warning. But, you know, where's the world headed with these self-driving vehicles?
0: I'm not ever riding in one.
1: Oh, I find it interesting. It's a whole new law enforcement issue, you know. Uh, here's another animal story. Well, who's
0: Here's a question. If it's a self-driving vehicle, who's driving the getaway car? Well, <laughs> that's interesting.
1: God, you just, this is another thing for a crime show. Okay. Uh, interesting. Security cameras rolling at a Massachusetts convenience store, Cumberland Farms convenience store in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Where a pair of beavers decided to stroll in and uh, through the automatic doors, and they started browsing around and shopping. I mean, they didn't really, but the story is told that way. But that's kind of wild. Can you imagine me shopping? These beavers come walking in in the store.
0: That would be um, interesting. Make for a good story story. headline. I think very strange.
1: This one I have to share with you. It's a museum that just opened. It's disgusting food museum. It's opening in Malmo. It's exhibiting bull penis. Rotten shark and maggot cheese. You
0: know, I like to gross you out. What's maggot cheese? Maggot. Oh, maggot cheese. A while cheese?
1: ago, cheese, so cheese, maggots, cheese. It's cheese made of maggot. Oh, Doctor Dr. Samuel West is the brainchild behind this museum. He was the man behind the the very popular museum we talked about. That it's called Museum of Failure, and it's in Sweden, which has franchises now in Toronto, and there's one in Los Angeles, with one also opening in Shanghai. But this museum is like you go in just to see nasty things like a raw bull's penis, fermented herring from Sweden, roasted guinea pig from Peru, and the mega cheese you're asking about is for, from Sardinia.
0: You know, you know what I do for a living. And so a couple of days a week, I, I fill this rotisserie with raw chickens, whole chickens. That's disgusting, too. I just I got to say I'm, you know. There are r- disgusting is relative, but it is gross. Well, food,
1: food, food. <laughs> before it's prepped, can be very. I won't disgusting. eat them anymore. No, it can be disgusting. You're you're exactly right. I love this story, real quick. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You know, a new movie coming out uh, again a December. Movie about her life as a youngster. Um, she'll be played by Felicity Jones in the movie. It's called On the Basis of Sex. Uh, you know, she clinched a seat on the bench in 1993. She's 85. Says she has no plans to retire. She wants to. Outserved justice john stevens who retired at 90 but in the recent photo you know they do a photo every year for the, the for the sitting supreme court justices she's wearing a necklace check it out guys it's the same exact designer and necklace worn by kim kardashian kourtney kardashian kathy lee gifford and shay mitchell it's from stella and dot pegasus uh, it's called the stella dot pegasus necklace so you got ruth ruth bader on the bench Wearing similar jewelry to Kim Kardashian. I think that's funny.
0: Well, and also, I mean, Ruth is an influencer. Talk about influencers. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is, like, huge.
1: I know. I want to see that movie so bad. It's going to be good. Here was one, too. Last week we talked, and I'll wrap these up. I could go on forever. It was a good news week of of Twisted News. Kanye West got in trouble. He went to see the Cher Cher show, which you and I were talking about last week. It's the show three women play share at different points in her life. He went to see it because his wife, Kardashian, loves share. And when he went to do it, guess what he was doing? The rapper was spotted in the audience on his phone during Monday night's performance.
0: Really, Jared
1: Spector, who portrays Sonny Bono in the musical, <sighs> tweeted about West and proper theater etiquette, to which West, he, he said, Hey, Kanye West, so cool that you're here at the share Show. If you look up from your cell phone, you'll see we're doing a show up here. It's opening night. Kind of a big deal for us. Thanks so much. I love it and then uh, uh an apology came back from uh, the rapper saying the dynamics of Sharon sunday's relationship made kim and i grab each other's hand and sing i got you babe please pardon my lack of etiquette we have so much appreciation for the energy you guys put into making this masterpiece is
0: oh, that your quote
1: no, no but there's so <laughs> i'm going to end my stories with that because there's so much commentary in that story in
0: itself right there is Kanye's a mess he's like our he's cat a, wilma he's a mess yeah uh, it's crazy anyway
1: Lots of twisted news. Go find it out there, guys. Post it. Let us know about it. Um, couple of end quotes. What you got, Mark? I got one. Well, that mine, 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 ha-
0: mine does. Um, actually, does it doesn't say the troll's name. Okay, Jennifer Rubin, who's a conservative commenta- commentator um, for the Washington Post. I love her because she's she's honest. She's intellectually honest. Her and George will too, even though I disagree with. I think some of his shit is just pompous crap. But anyway, she. This is a quote from her. Uh, one of her. Op eds about the passing of President Bush. She, quote If we are filled with both admiration and sadness on Bush's passing, it is perhaps because we no longer consider depth of knowledge, kindness, restraint, modesty, flexibility, bipartisanship, and good manners to be critical requirements for our leaders. With each successive election, we have selected political leaders more ignorant, mean, aggressive, egotistical, rigid, partisan, and rude than those they replaced she wasn't talking about Obama by the way and I bet definitely the others
1: huh where was that
0: it was in the Washington Post I love it not the, not to be confused with the New York Post well
1: I only mentioned that because I don't think the Washington Post would be doing a story about Grinder. <clears throat> maybe they would but I don't put it past the New York Post.
0: It's big news. I mean, it's news. It's of course news. the Post has a lot of stupid crap in there. Every Stupid crap is required for any, any news outlet anymore.
1: Well, I just like
0: the story about Sonny
1: and Cher. Although, it's a good story. It becomes just such a pop culture, let's be real. You know, I had a good friend. Shout out to Tony DeMito. <clears throat> you know Tony. Remember Tony? He used to do the music for uh, uh, Discover Wisconsin, by other TV series.
0: Okay, He's I from L.A. See.
1: He worked for me at Donald O'Connor's Theater. Shout out to Leisha O'Connor. You don't. Well, anyway, Tony said, you know, I, I, we were just checking in with each other, and he wrote me an email. He said, you know, Rick, I don't think this country is a battle of wealth. I don't think it's a battle of uh, political parties or beliefs. He says, I think our country is divided by intellect. Hmm. Yeah, I know, something, right? Silence, something to think about. Yeah. And I think he, he's absolutely right, because I think attached to intellect, it's just not natural intellect. Intellect can also come, in my opinion, from education and awareness and acceptance and getting out, uh, being cultured, understanding, using a word like I referred to earlier is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Those are the intellects, you know, and then there's the people that are non-intellect that just want a simple life and want pop culture and want whatever. Um, not a judgment, but just I think there's a big divide in our country that way. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I think it's interesting. Now, I want to circle back around and be a little poignant. It is the holiday season, guys. When I do talk about this foster child situation in our country, nearly half a million kids in foster care because of abuse and neglect from natural parents. I do want to remind people the goal in CASA work or any work with foster families is reunification. And often, it's a horrible story. A parent will foster a child in hopes of adoption. um, Not always the case. Some people just foster permanent foster homes, you know. But they foster in the hopes of potentially having these children. And they raise them, and they go through challenges with them, and they, they grow up with the kids. The kids grow up with these parents and their families, only to be reunited with their natural birth parents and or a parent. And this happens a lot because the goal in the system in the United States is to reunify and work plans that parents prove they can be parents again, even if it means uh, a court uh, 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 giving... Um, A plan for a parent to have to follow to be a better parent just parenting classes which i i have so many comments on this and i'll be a little cautious about it but but how do you teach someone to be a good parent you are you're not um there's skills i think that can better your parenting skills but when when you see and i am going down the the path i shouldn't but when you know i've had cases where kids have been around heroin needles and the parents gone and they've been around dog feces and they're left a 10 year olds left to raise their four-year-old brother as a child it's it impacts your life forever. So my point is, some of these foster parents get the kids and the kids go home. But there's a lot of kids that aren't even brought into foster care that are in the. I think 34 percent or almost 40 percent of kids of kids in foster care uh, are 13 to 18 years old. And what concerns me is there's the, what we call the unadoptables. And there's programs out there. The state of Minnesota has a very strong program in this. When they work to get foster parents and adoptive parents To want to take in teenage kids which is one of the premises of this movie because what happens mark is people want to take in babies or younger kids that don't necessarily have the full effects of growing in a household like that so these older kids are affected pretty severely and they're not necessarily wanted in the system so to speak they're not wanted by their parent naturally but they're not wanted by an adopted parent and here's what makes me sad they get out of the system they matriculate at 18 years old as an adult and they have no family base to go back to there's no one to walk you down the aisle when you get married there's no home to go to during the holidays i get real emotional about it because no one took you in and you have no family unit you're just 18 out in the world and it breaks my heart to see those things happen i've never cried in the show i'm sorry it just it's you better take it from here it's just so unfair Wait, is there just...
0: is there a quote or did i did i did you ever
1: <laughs> no i got i just wanted to set it up for this quote so this quote is beautiful because people think we're broken in so many ways and we're really not. This is from Linda Poindexter. One small crack does not mean that you are broken. It means that you were put to the test and you didn't fall apart.
0: Well, Rick, thank you for your honesty and your emotional rawness and the quote.
1: Yeah, it's uh, anyway, go out and cost a volunteer mark. Thanks for your time. I feel better. I get You know, one cry a day is probably good for us all, right?
0: I'm sure it is. I have, a. I have them sometimes about my, my, my animals. So <laughs> do you really? I well, really Jesse's Jesse's 20 years old. I don't want to have to put her down and, and she's, I don't, I, yeah, I don't want to keep going on, but um yeah. Yeah. But so, you know, I,
1: I actually far enjoyed last week's show when I got to get in a good laugh because I think a couple good laughs a day
0: are just as good as a good cry. Oh, laugh is really good. Really good for the ratings too. So I'll, <laughs> um I'll see you next week. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think cries could do for the ratings? Uh, I don't know. Let's Depends. People away? <laughs> I
1: don't know.
0: See you. Bye. Anyway,
1: yeah. Happy holidays. Next week, we we'll can talk about Christmas and Hanukkah
0: and all those good things. Yep.
1: Bye. All right. Bye, guys.